All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of What's What BR. We have a new guest with us today. We have Christy Reeves. She is with Oshners and is the Vice President of Regional Community Affairs. Is that correct? That's right. You got it. I thought I was going to butcher it. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's, um, I'm, I'm tired. I, t- I always end up bringing up weather at the beginning of these things, but I'm, I'm over the heater in the morning, air conditioner in the afternoon. Like it's, I'm, let's just pick at this point. Yeah. I'm so, with you on that. So, so tell me what does, you know, generally kind of like to break it down of what I call the reader's digest version. What does, where does your daily, you know, kind of what's a day look like for a vice president of regional community affairs for Oshners, which if I'm not mistaken, is what the largest healthcare provider in the state, right? It is. We are the largest healthcare provider in the state of Louisiana and even um, becoming the largest healthcare provider in the Gulf South. Actually, we've expanded outside of Louisiana into Mississippi and even have a presence in part of Alabama. We're, um, you know, we, we employ 32,000 people across the Gulf South. So we are um, experts in the space of health. And in terms of what my day looks like, that's an interesting thing. It's never the same thing. It changes every single day. Um, Today in particular, I I had a meeting um, with a colleague at his office to talk about some, some, uh, we're on a board together. So I did that. I had a call with the mayor's office. We're working on healthy BR and and our our focus on making sure that the, the state is improving its health outcomes. So I worked on that for a little bit and was on uh, another call um, with our team about planning an event we're doing next week with the Junior League. And uh, and then from that, uh, I'm talking to you. So it's it's every day is a little different. We do a lot of community outreach programs. So sometimes maybe we're working on a uh, an activity that our employees can do where they're going out in the community volunteering. Um, so we have one of those coming up next week. Or um, maybe it's working with a... a new school system um, to launch a new charter school, which is a, a new area for me in the work that I do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So tell me, let's, uh, that was definitely on my list to talk about. So you guys have come in and for everybody at Badridge, I think everybody knows the old Runnels campus out on South Harris Ferry. You guys have purchased the property that's been sitting there. Um, and we've got an exciting, we've got a school, you get, Oshners is in the school, the charter school business as well, right? We're in the charter school <laughs> business. And actually, it's not our first one. We uh, right. we worked with this group called Discovery, uh, who launched a, a school in 2013 in the Kinner area in Jefferson Parish. And so that group of, of individuals felt like, you know, we're, we're losing our health care workers, our future health care. So if we're not doing something about it, then we're not going to have doctors and nurses and people to staff hospitals in 20 years. And so this really smart group of people came together and built a, what they call the discovery school to focus on health sciences and getting students engaged in STEM activities. Um, and then in 2020, they, well, right before that, we part, they partnered with Oshner and they launched the John Oshner discovery school in Jefferson parish. And so this will be our second school. It's been, it is so successful there's a waiting list of like 1,500 people to attend the school. It, it's a high-performing school that we just felt like, why don't we look at expanding this work into the Baton Rouge market? And 
my children actually went to the Ronald school. So I have um, 15 years basically on that campus. Um, my daughter Kira was the final graduating class, which actually didn't graduate because COVID hit, you know, they did, they um, just stopped going to school. So for me personally, it's been um, unbelievably rewarding to be part of a project that revives a school that my children had such an incredible experience at. And, and the thing I love about discovery is it has a lot of the same kind of sentiments of runnels in the sense that it's um, specialized. It's going to be small. Um, there's a lot of experiential learning on campus. Um, so it's neat to have some of that energy that's going to be part of the campus moving forward. And of course, my kids think it's cool because, um, you know, they get to watch their, their school relaunch into a new school. And so we purchased the property. We're working with Discovery Schools. Um, they're our partner. They are the experts. Let me be clear. Oshner is not an educator. I mean, we certainly work in the workforce space and we're a partner, but that's their space. We're really good about partnerships. We know our lane. Um, and this, the Discovery team is the partner. They are the ones that are really, they're hiring the headmaster. They're going to, you know, lead on the ac academic side of things. We're just there to provide support, help create experiences where the students could go to the hospital or we have physicians come and speak. Um, so it's really a neat project that I get to work on. It's what I get excited about when I see these and hear these. And it's, you know, it's amazing that you guys are putting it together, but just, I see it's what I haven't seen in a long time. And I've been on a kind of a kick. It's the transform transformation a little bit. We're seeing of the way education was done. It's no longer kind of that factory style to where there's so many different ways. And I think, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. I just think everybody's, you know, all kids are unique and to be able to, it just seems that it makes a lot of sense to get industry specific kind of involved to where, you know, just because one, you know, you might have somebody that's really good in math or like in the STEM or the science, and that's what they enjoy. You know, why are we pushing them down a path? You know, like we all went to school and we were told we were never, you know, you hadn't learned all of your multiplication, but you're never going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket. Right. But like we all do now, like, so that logic has got to change a little bit. Um, yeah. It's, and I think what and I've I think, seen, is, I think for us, I was just going to say, I think for us, like the other side of it is um, we're, we're doing a school that has a focus on health sciences, but we don't think that everybody's going to come out of it going into a hospital setting, right? But we do think we can expose students to see that if you have a gift for the arts, that there might actually be a space in healthcare for the arts. And people don't think about that. They think you either are a doctor or a nurse and that's it. You're clinical. I'm a theater major. I was not clinical. I am not clinical, but a big part of my job is to create these programs and partnerships with um, entities outside so I can use that experience that I have in a healthcare setting that I would have never thought about growing up because I was never exposed to healthcare like this. Didn't think that you could be um, an education major or because we do a lot of training. We have 32,000 employees. So you could actually be an education major and come work for us. Um, you could work in HR, you could work in marketing. There's, there's so many different entities. So just the exposing the students to think about what it takes to actually support healthcare is all a big, exciting piece of it. Um, so we may, you know, we may get people who want to be in that space, but that don't aspire to be a doctor which is great. That's a cool thing too. It's I've talked with um, 
I think it was interesting. There's a study that was done. I forget who did it. It was one of these, I get the word wrong, like longitudinal studies, like these long drawn out, you know, studies. And the thing that was interesting, and this will tie back hopefully at the end, it makes sense why I'm, so I'm not rambling, but like they started out with kids, you know, in kindergarten and first grade and they would, or let's say it to make for effect, they would ask, you know, seniors in high school, you know, what can you do with a paperclip? And they wouldn't list out everything that they could do with it. But then when they backed it all up in the very beginning, the seniors had like three things for a paperclip. But if, when they were asking like third and fourth graders, they were like, well, what if the paperclip was like 30 feet tall and made out of foam? You know, right. I could do this, this and this. But it's like we ran them through this school system or this process of it. And it's like we should have gotten smarter. We should have seen that more ideas come, but we kind of forced it. And what I think the different word, hopefully the point that I'm trying to drive is that when we get these, you know, public and private and partnerships or however they work, you can get real information. So if somebody is interested in healthcare, you know, discovery that you're partnered with, the hospital can say, this is what, this is real life. This is really what it's going to look like. You know, that's great. You know, this is theory. This is practical. You know, when people learn to drive a truck, they go through a theory class, learning how to drive a truck, then they get into practical but I think a lot of times in the education, a lot of that was disconnected because educators were stuck in that. Well, this is what we've got to do. We've got to check these boxes. And then kids come out and it's like, wait, you missed the bucket. Right. You know? And I love and I think your analogy about that paperclip flip. because that is, that's what we're trying to avoid. Right. I mean, we're trying to avoid that paperclip analogy where you lose sight of what the opportunities are and how do you keep thinking bigger? And so it's exciting to be part of, um, part of a, an initiative. Oshner is a, a, a very innovative organization. Um, I love that, you know, they invest in, or we invest in these kind of programs because we know that we're part of, you got to be part of the solution, right? Healthcare in the state of Louisiana, we're like ranked 49th or 50th all the time. And so if we're the largest healthcare provider in the state of Louisiana, what are we going to do to help offset those rankings and, and flip the script on that? And part of that's got to be investment in education. Part of it's teaching young, um, maybe doing, you know, the curriculum around nutrition and physical activity it, and all of those things also start at a young age. And so being part of the, the script of um, education and workforce and whatnot, that's a big piece of changing the health rankings for the state, which is a huge commitment that we've made to the state of Louisiana. All right. No, it's, and I think that's, you know, I had a conversation with the mayor, as a matter of fact, a couple months ago, and I was able to say, you know, probably what she wouldn't necessarily say, but we were talking about, you know, litter was a problem, you know, in the community that we had to solve. And, and I'd made the statement that, you know, it, it starts with the kids. Let's just flat out, you know, like you either, mm-hmm think it's okay to just throw trash out of your car going down the road or you don't. And I can tell you, I know my tail would have been tore up if I ever threw something out the car. You know, I was just, that's where I was taught. And so when you can go back and start and there's kids that may think that they never had an opportunity, you know, to go, I don't want to work in healthcare. I want to, like you said, their thinking maybe is I couldn't be a doctor or I couldn't be a nurse or I would like to do that, but I don't want to be the doctor or the nurse. You know, there's so many, like you said, other jobs, you know, that are part of the healthcare system that if we can expose them and say, hey, you know what? There's people that, you know, if you like to garden, you know, there's grounds that need to be kept up with. And if you want to be the person that 
helps with the grounds, you know, decorates the Christmas trees there. And the, I'm sure there's a spot for you. We have so. all of those. We hire truck drivers because we, there's supplies that have to go back and forth to different locations. We have uh, people that help keep up with the grounds. We have people that clean the campuses. We have uh, people who serve the food. We have everything you could possibly imagine. And I never, as a child, never had any kind of perspective that there was so much involving it's our, we're our own little ecosystem, right? I mean, you, people go into hospitals potentially and can stay there for many days. So you have to, you, you know, you have to think about all the different things that help support that. And for us, the happier the patient is, the better they're going to recover, the better they're going to feel. So everybody is such an important part. And we know that healthcare is really intimidating. So the other thing that we do is we hire greeters. So the second you walk into an Oshner facility, you are met with someone to help guide you because you're already thinking about your health. You're already worried. You don't know where you're going. You're intimidated. So having this greeter there, well, think about a greeter, you know, like what, what is that? That's not a physician. That's not a, that's somebody who's just really good with people and really mm. willing to help you. And so if you have a really good personality, but you don't really like math. Well, you could potentially be a great breeder for us and you change the experience of a patient who's coming in scared, maybe having a mammogram for the first time in months and felt something and is nervous. You've met, you've been met with this incredibly, you know, just genuine person that says, oh, that's the third floor. Let me take you there. You know, like that's, it changes your experience. And so we hire everything. It's, I tell people the story because I do a, a I work in a lot of software and then in the publishing world, and there's a big difference in what we call like a user interface or like the UI, like what does the building look like and what does it look like on the, you know, drawings? And then what is the experience, you know, actually? And the example that I give to everybody and a lot of people are like, I'm not, I, I don't follow you. What, is, what do you mean? What's the difference? And I say, well, you ever think of when, think of a little, the baby modals? I think it's what it's called, like where, it, you know, it's got all the giraffe and the zebra and they hang them up, parents hang them up over. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the user experience where you're seeing or the user interface. You look at it, it's it's cute and it spins around and it's great. But the user experience, if you think about it, most of the time, it's a baby looking up at the rear end of a bunch of animals. Right. It's that's a horrible right. experience. Right. Right. It's it, the baby's just looking at movement. Right. And so Just it's like, it, they're not the same. So I don't know how I got there, but it's the, like you said, it's the greeting. You could have an empty hallway and be lost yeah. and wonder where to go. And you're late for an appointment and you're there. But if it's somebody, look, come on, I'm going to get you right down to the elevator. It makes a difference. It's the experience that they have ultimately. That's right. That's right. The end of so, the day. so that's what we're going to do. We're going to expose kids to the variety of opportunities that they can have working in healthcare. Um, and uh, we, our goal is to open this school in the fall of 2023. So we've got a lot of work ahead of us. Um, the Runnels campus needs a little bit of, of work. Um, not much, but, you know, getting it ready. And then we'll have to build out a, a application process and get people aware of it. But um, it's, it's exciting. Well, tell me, you guys also, we had talked a little bit, you've got a program this summer that we do gives us it's a little like uh like let's tease it i guess maybe yeah. a little bit and so it's more than just something to go do you got like some certificate certification like there's there's fruits yeah. of the labor 
Yeah, that's right. This summer will be the first time that uh, Oshner is offering a uh, STEM Pathfinders program in the Baton Rouge area. And so we have uh, the applications actually out now. You can see it on our, our um, Oshner Facebook page. We've pushed it out there. But we're looking for high school students, 9th, 10th, 11th grade, who are interested in spending about a week or so on our campus to learn more. Um, they will have really... Um, just neat little activities that they're going to do. They'll go between our facility at the Grove and the hospital, and then potentially even on the camp, the discovery campus where they'll go every day. They'll have um, like experimental learning and they'll be have panels and different pieces. And so the Pathfinders program is something we've launched uh, in new Orleans for the last few years. It's a really popular program. It's a great way, like you said, to kind of pipeline students in um, and, and expose them to the different opportunities that we have. So we're, we're taking applications right now. Um, excited about our first class. It's a pretty small class. Like we really only take about 12 to 15 students. Um, so it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention um, and it's a, just a great opportunity for kids. And that's happening this summer. This summer. Be, this that'll summer. be at, at one of the campuses here? Because you've got a yeah. couple campuses. Yeah, we're going to go between the hospital and our um, super clinic at the Grove. And then also we think that they'll have some time at the Discovery School, the new campus. Yeah. So the campuses, are they actively moving? You know, it's, you know, desk, you know. I used to say during the summertime, it was desk in the hall and paint on the walls for a school. That's right. You know, we're, work, we're working on it now. Mm -hmm. So tell me, like you mentioned, you've got a wait list down in New Orleans where you guys yeah. are. Is there a wait list? Is Not there yet. a spot to get on a list yet? Is there somebody well, to go lobby or hang out with and become <laughs> friends with? Well, so, I mean, anyone could always contact me for more information. We're working on what that'll look like, the application process for, um, for us now. Discovery, the Discovery School has a website, which is discoveryhsf.com. Org, and that website actually has the application process for the current schools. So once the, the uh, process gets in place for Baton Rouge, we'll have that on there as well. And the students will be directed, our parents will be directed to go there. So nothing's open yet. Uh, we anticipate the launch of the school for fall of 2023. So I think we, we will plan to push out recruitment and application in the fall of 2022. Mm. And it'll start pre-K through fourth, and then we'll okay. expand it to eighth grade. So it'll it'll work in installments. So pre-K through fourth grade, and we think about four hundred students at that location. That's that's a big bite to take right at the beginning. So, it's a, but it's, it's not a, your first time. So it's not it's not, and and we've um, we've done really well in New Orleans, and so I'm pretty excited about you know having having a crew that know what they're doing that we can learn from. Awesome. Appreciate, I appreciate you coming and filling us in. Love to hear more like as it progresses, you know, maybe even, you know, we, everybody keeps talking to me saying we need to take the show on the road. And so maybe we need to put you on the list, like as we're getting progress, like, you know, we go find a room to sit in and you know, kind of see what it looks like. Yeah, so that would love be great. Keep getting some of the feedback of what's going on and how things are going and whatever we can do to help get the word out. I think, I think at the end of the day, people need options. The more yeah. options that we can give people, the better it makes everybody, you know, across the board. So Absolutely. I would love, once we have it launched and ready to go, the application process, I'd love for us to talk about how parents can uh, find out more about the school and get on the list. Yeah, I think that's going to be, every, people are looking. 
So, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a great campus. I grew up with friends going there. I grew up not far from it at all. So it's, mm-hmm. um, it's exciting to see that it's, I was always afraid when Runnels unfortunately had to close it down that somebody needed to come in there, you know, and do well, something. And it's great for us because the hospital is right there. It is one mile from the hospital. And so it, the campus site, we had, we had looked as soon as the school shut down, we had looked and said, wouldn't this be a great facility for us to have? And it just makes sense. Um, being so close to the hospital that we'll be able to have field trips. Eight approved schools. So that means that um, parents from all the parishes around East Baton Rouge, not specifically to East Baton Rouge, are eligible to apply. So it's not specific to a parish. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, I tell, usually I tell everybody, you know, Christy, you got more important things to do than talk to me all day. So I appreciate you spending some time and filling us in and I said, like I said, let's keep it going. Let's see what we Absolutely. can do. Kind of get some updates. I appreciate what y'all are doing in the community. When we need it, you know, and it's uh, oh, if you're on the provider side, you know, usually you're meeting somebody on the staff. Usually on probably maybe one of the not so great days of your life, and so mm-hmm. it, it says right. something to be able to grow to the size that you guys have done. It means you're doing it right. So we appreciate what you guys are doing. Well, I'm happy to talk anytime. I absolutely enjoyed it. And let's yeah, absolutely keep talking and love to have you at one of our campuses. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk soon. You have a great evening. We'll talk again.